Good morning, folks. What do you think of the new intro? <laughs> I hope you like it. Let me know your comments. Um, Julie's saying, fantastic morning graphics shared. Thank you. It is new. It's something we're just playing around with at the moment. So good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, this is your Property News Live here, live 8.30 every day. And shout out to the podcasters today, because this is going out to the podcast as well. So don't forget, folks, you've got to say hello. You've got to tell me where you're watching from, and then we can get straight on with the news. So stick around. I've got some great breaking news stories for you today. So let's do the shout outs. Now, if you are new to the show, we do do shout outs. We like to keep this real, and we want to make sure that everyone feels part of the community. So I'm afraid it's a bit Marmite. You either like the shout outs or you don't. Good morning, Beata. Good morning to Michael. Sorry, Mikhail. Um, saying you love it. Thank you very much. Good morning, Atanis uh, from Farnborough. Um, ooh, new intro indeed. We do have a new intro. Elena, good morning from a. Oh, I thought you said wet Yorkshire. It's West Yorkshire. That's all good. Good morning to Andrew Bonjourno from Lincoln, Andrew Jane, and Imogen in the house. Good morning, Atanis. Nice intro. Thank you. Uh, good morning, Paul. Good morning, Andrew. Say new intro is fab. Thank you very much. Kumi, good morning from Sheffield. Love the intro. Good morning, Christina. Doesn't say where you're from, from LinkedIn. Good morning, Bala, watching from London. And Sophie, just thinking it was a bit snazzy for a Tuesday. Why is it snazzy for a Tuesday? Maybe we should keep it for Wednesday. Good morning, Cara from Whitby and Sophie. And good morning, Mikhail from Windsor and Elena. Love the shout outs. Thank you. Steve, good morning from South Devon. Brain still processing the intro. Good morning, Elena. It is wet. Good morning. And Sandeep from Essex. And breathe. Okay, folks, so welcome to today's Property News Live. And as I say, this is now going out on our podcast as well. So hello to the podcasters, and I hope you find this really useful. So we are out on every platform now. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, we're on the podcast, and we are on YouTube. So I don't think there's any other platforms that we can put on. I don't think so. So today, what do we need to talk about? So first of all today, one in 10 landlords apparently wants to buy another investment property in the coming year, according to a new survey. Now this compares to just 3% at the end of last year, according to research by specialist insurance provider, Simply Business. At the end of 2019, some 82% of landlords claimed they had no plans to acquire another property in 2020, while just 3% were intending to add more than a single property to their portfolio. Now it seems attitudes have changed despite coronavirus as landlords look to take advantage of the Chancellor's stamp duty holiday, which was implemented in July. Soon after the stamp duty holiday was implemented, a tenth of landlords said they were now planning to purchase more properties and build out their portfolio. And just 5% said they had any intention to sell any existing property. The insurance firm says this rise in confidence could lead to a spike in investments away from the city, including in the countryside and coastal towns. At the end of last year, 29% of landlords already believed properties in the city centre no longer represented a worthwhile investment. 
Now, two lockdowns may have pushed up renter and homeowners' demand in greener towns and villages, with recent figures from Rightmove also revealing that property searches have doubled for homes in small towns and villages with populations of less than 11,000. That's interesting, folks, isn't it? I would love to know what your thoughts on that. Still got loads of good mornings coming in. Andrew saying, just needs Rick doing hammer time. I haven't got baggy enough pants, Andrew, for that, but thank you. Um, Lots of people still saying good morning. So, folks, do you rent on Airbnb? If you do, then you need to know about this because Airbnb in the UK has imposed stark restrictions on bookings during the current England lockdown period. Do you have any Airbnb properties, folks? If you do, comment yes below. Let me know. Until December the 2nd, those who are legally exempt from coronavirus restrictions will still be able to book long-term stays on Airbnb, but all others are not. Airbnb says it will regularly review the measures and monitor the government's guidelines. Patrick Robinson, the director of public policy at Airbnb, says we want to be good partners to communities. And we've had or we've heard, sorry, from hosts who want to help everyone follow the rules and stay safe. And that is why we are again introducing temporary booking restrictions on Airbnb. Public safety is our priority and we regret any impact for hosts and guests and we will closely monitor government guidance and keep the policy under review and we look forward to when hosts can safely reopen their doors to guests. During the first national lockdown in the spring, Airbnb also introduced booking restrictions to protect public health and safety. Good thing, folks, I think. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Paz saying you don't have any more. Kara, uh, you do. You're saying yes. And um, still loads of people saying good morning. Good morning, everybody. Okay, what's next on today's list? A top property law firm is questioning whether the government's current eviction moratorium effectively banning evictions until mid-January at the earliest is actually even legal. On October the 21st, in news given relatively little publicity at the time, the Lord Chancellor and Secretary of State for Justice, Robert Buckland, wrote to bailiff organisations asking them not to undertake any evictions in arrears that have been classified as Tier 2 or Tier 3 under current COVID alert systems. On November the 5th, He wrote a further letter asking bailiff organisations not to undertake any evictions during the lockdown unless these were cases relating to illegal trespass, squatters, nuisance or antisocial behaviour, domestic abuse, fraud or deception and properties unoccupied following the death of a tenant. Now, the Hagen Wolf law firm is questioning the lawfulness of this de facto ban. A statement from the firm says, the Lord Chancellor cannot lawfully suspend evictions by request, nor can he carve out expectations on a whim and without legislation. There may be legal challenges to this at some point. There is even a power to seek losses from bailiffs under the County Courts Act for losses caused by bailiffs 
not enforcing warrants. Mm. The managing partner at Hagen Wolf, Matt Pugh, says after a long pause over the summer, the courts began dealing with residential possession claims from the 21st of September 2020, in effect restarting the lengthy eviction process. The backlog of cases was also likely to take many months to address. Now, we are now in uncharted territory, as there will also be a moratorium on all evictions during lockdown over the Christmas period, December the 11th to January the 11th. And after that, in areas designated as Tier 2 or Tier 3, it means that even though the courts will process residential possession claims up to and including a possession hearing, but tenants will not be evicted for an indefinite period. That's interesting, folks. What are your thoughts? Andrew is saying, yes, most of my guests are from abroad. So this blanket ban is stopping legitimate guests from staying legally. Christina I have Airbnb properties, but how does Airbnb distinguish which travellers are allowed? Our calendars are closed with them, but Booking.com is open. I have guests booked last night that are in construction industry, but they wouldn't find me on Airbnb, so it doesn't make any sense. I agree. I don't know is the answer, Christina. I'm guessing you'll have to contact Airbnb for that. Cara saying, just means the key workers around me can't find a Monday to Friday stay on their website and struggling to find places. Yeah, I agree with that because we can still let out to key workers um, and people that have to travel for their job. So finally today, countrywide shares soared yesterday despite the news feed that we did saying that they were looking to be uh, taken over with the prospect of new owners and a new board. Now they rose 47% on the previous close at one point. Within 90 minutes of Countrywide revealing it had received an indicative takeover approach from high street rivals Connells, its share price rocketed from 145 pence to 218 pence. It slipped back slightly, but still ended the day 40% above its opening position. Afternoon trading for most shares was buoyed by optimism over a coronavirus vaccine. Connells is offering 250 pence per countrywide share in cash, which would value countrywide at about 82 million pounds. The Connells move prompted the troubled agency group to postpone a meeting of shareholders scheduled for next week to approve a rival £90 million investment from private equity group Alchemy, which, if supported by shareholders, would have given countrywide sorry, would have given Alchemy majority ownership of the agency. Countrywide also held merger talks earlier this year with LSL Property Services, which owns Your Move, Reed's Reigns and Marsh and Parsons. Numis Securities, a broker, said the premium offered by Connells offered over the previous share value for Countrywide looked more attractive than the Alchemy offer, which would have left shareholders as minority owners. They add, we will wait to see if Alchemy returns with a counter offer, although the premium offered by Connells makes it look unlikely. That's an interesting one, folks. Do you have shares in Connells? Uh, Julie's saying, I have said from day one that the change to the eviction process was changed illegally. 
as there is a parliamentary process for making changes, we will see a test case at some point. I agree with you, Julie. Andrew saying, wow, wish I'd seen that one coming countrywide. I reported on this yesterday. We should have all rushed out and started to buy shares. But you know what? I'm not here to give financial advice. Folks, that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed that newscast. And let's just give a big shout out to the podcasters as well, because this now is going live live on the podcast, as well as all of my other platforms. I hope you found that useful. If you did, make sure you follow, like, subscribe, do whatever you need to do. And I'll be back here tomorrow at 8.30 with more of the same. And until then, don't forget to have some fun. I'm Rick Gannon. Welcome back to my channel.